My name is Chesterlin, and welcome to Everon, a sequel series to the ever-pleasant Mr. Bates, and another prequel series to our main show, Dark Tides. We are joined today by the entire cast for the first Woo! time. Woo! Wow. Hey. Ain't that swell? Around the Schwovel, we have the Sound Man. Hello, I am the Sound Man. I speak for the sounds. <laughs> He's a sound man. Man of the sounds. I have two laptops in front of me. I'm not Hello, really using either him. of them. Wow. wow. I'm a sound guardian. Guardian of the sound. Poseidon quivers before him. It'd be Apollo. Apollo quivers before him. <laughs> would it? Why? What? Apollo, why would it Apollo is the, the music of arts and media. And here I thought it was a vine misquote. No, he was on it all the time. I was on it. Anyway. I'm here. That's Thank you all. for being present. We need you. That's Thank all you, you. get. <laughs> you don't get your momentum. character. No characters. He is no character. I, He's BJ. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm the sound man, I told you. <laughs> Not the sound man. Around, nice. around the Schwobel. Around the Schwobel. Hi, I'm Kate Jones, and I'm here. I play Hope Kelly. Yeah. Um, Present. <laughs> family. <laughs> yep. Um, did I have <laughs> something mentally? Yeah. So Shut up! Don't look at me like that. <laughs> did I have a whole thing like character just not character run through planned? Yes. Have I immediately forgot it as soon as we said three, two, one, go? Yes. So um, that's me. I'm here. I'm just as awkward as Hope, and I'm gonna pass it on. Hello. Uh, it's Micah, and I'm playing Hickory Cavendish, oh. who is oh, not that been is mentioned yet. I don't know. Nope. nope. I wouldn't know. Um, so a new character coming on. I don't know. He's yeah. a character. He's yeah. here. He's, he's, he's a swell guy. Oh, we finally a got Micah back. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I would say a swell guy. Stole me guy? away from my wife for <laughs> a couple of hours of recording. Finally, <laughs> we finally got him away from his wife here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Around the Schwovel. Around the Schwovel, it is I, Caleb, the great and uh, the great, <laughs> the great and f- f- extremely flawed. <laughs> Sorry, the uh, greatly flawed, the greatly flawed. Uh, yeah, uh, I am playing the Ward of the Field, uh, the incredibly strong. Incredibly intelligent and an extremely charming scarecrow. <laughs> so charming. That's a joke because we just did our character stats. <laughs> As in a total, I have minus one. <laughs> Collectively, you add up all my stats, negative one. <laughs> oh, it's okay, below I have average. one. <laughs> yeah, and that's me. Very good. Nice. nice. Um, yeah, so I am Megan Grayling. Uh, 
of House Grayling. I don't know what you want to know about me. <laughs> is it from the House of Grayling? Um, I don't know if it's technically from the House of Grayling. I technically you can trace my roots back more to the O'Kennedy line, which is like don't dox yourself. The brother of a chieftain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's can already you... too much. Meg, don't Meg. give up your IP. Address. Sorry, <laughs> sorry to interrupt. Can you put your microphone at your mouth and not your eyebrows? It's not pointed at she my eyebrows. It is absolutely. Yeah, it's pointed it is. at her nose. It's pointed at, it's pointed at my nose. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. Look, why, I have, why is she so uh, quiet? Oh. I have been <laughs> petrified of my mic not being in the right place yeah, ever since it was mentioned. BJ, are we all good for microphones? Yeah. Uh, you're making my job very hard, but I'm doing my best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is because we don't have the earphones that we're supposed to yeah. have. BJ, how do we make your job easier? BJ, tell us what we can do for you. Uh, remember yeah. how I told you all how to Sound use microphones? <laughs> and we're all disregarding you. I said point at your mouth or slightly below. Remember that? Oh, slightly below, not, not slightly above. Mis- okay. Always, I, yeah, always I slightly below. I completely misunderstood you. If See. it's because, because hey, everyone, are you enjoying this? Because um, it's more <laughs> a thing for, for male voices, but um, most people, there's a lot of resonance that comes from your throat, so you um. want to pick that up. But if you point, like, even just slightly, Slightly above your mouth, you just completely miss all yeah. the sound, and you also get the <laughs> from your nose, which is lovely. <laughs> is this um, or the scratching of your eyebrows if you're me? <laughs> is, is this good, BJ? Yeah, yeah. that's that's good. good. Perfect. I, I'm, so I'm point going it at your to mouth or slightly. Very slightly petty. By that last insult. I yeah. don't understand. <laughs> I, I'm going to be slightly. Know, apparently, petty. I was I, scratching I, my eyebrows. Yeah, no, at that moment. was just. That's what the microphone was pointed at. So for the listeners, BJ's eyebrows scratched themselves. (laughs) They rubbed together at the middle. They got little hairs. I'm gonna be petty. It's a source of heat in the winter. They they rub together and make friction. Can't stop the friction. Yeah, it's actually it's an uncanny thing to watch. The whole head curves inward. Oh god! It's really there's a reason why this is an audio show. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you mm-hmm. don't want to see that at all. We all have the faces for 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 radio. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Please continue. Now that we can hear you, Meg. Thank you. Um, I play Olivia Kelly. I used to have an introduction for her. It's very much not applicable to her anymore. Um, because it's been a decade. Still hasn't graduated. Still hasn't graduated. Mainly because. I think she's technically supposed to be classified as dead because it just avoids a lot of questions from, like, all the publicity and stuff. And it's just, yeah, it's better if she's just technically dead. Um, so, <laughs> legally. Life's, dead can still adopt, legally, apparently. Still can adopt. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah, she just hasn't gone back yet. Also, probably money. Like, it costs money to get qualified for stuff. So, mm. and she doesn't have... Uh, how that did cash she money anymore. Adopt hope if that is a very good question, Chester. She's not classified dead. I don't know where you came up with that. I've explained this <laughs> to you, you man. No, you haven't. I have. <laughs> I, I saw you, a big you text read about my it. my message, and you replied with two paragraphs. I think we were all <laughs> insulting one? Chester by saying that he doesn't read our messages before we started, and I think we're discovering that maybe it's the other way around. <laughs> maybe we don't read his messages. <laughs> Maybe my, he's sending them and they're not side. coming through. I message his fiance to tell him to read That's my message. That's not the same thing. <laughs> I find any time you send a bulk message, I always miss like one key piece of information. Yep, <laughs> yep. No, I, I, I usually get that. When I read the uh, the pick a combat ability thing, I, f- I missed the bit where it's like once per battle. Ah, uh, yeah. Which very heavily affected my idea of what the ability should be. Yes. Um. Uh, well, I'm not going to explain the... 
the entire history of OK from <laughs> no. End of Mr. Bates to now. <laughs> so I'm just going to do the episode. Yeah, right. beautiful. Let's Sounds jump into good. everyone, episode four, <clears throat> Ghosts and Goblins. Vesper slowly shuts his book as he hears Olivia's breathing reach a slow, steady pace, which he knows to be the moment she has slipped out of light sleep and into the deepest of dreams. He places the book down, a tale of two cities. He pauses before rising up, out of the leather armchair sat next to her bed. He pauses for a moment. He reaches over and brushes a lock of hair out of her face and behind her ear before making his way to the door slowly pulling it open and descending down into the house. He comes down the flight of stairs into the main room you had all gathered before. The fire in the stove is little more than glowing embers. The room is dark, except for a small candle on the main dining room table. It is illuminating about a foot area around it. Everything else is dark, apart from two pinpricks of light that the candle is bouncing off of. Fae-kin, Vesper says to the eyes. Persona, Heath responds. Good. We know what we each are. But you are not Fae by blood. But you have been raised as one. I assume they had their reasons. The voice wafts from the darkness again. And you are not a full persona. Yet. Vesper adjusts his suit. Let me cut straight to the bone of the issue, Songbird. Or is it Morningstar? There is a sound of bending wood as Heath's hands on the table go white with pressure. Heath is fine. I know little of the Fae, only the legends of old, but I know they are wild, mischievous people, neither good or evil, simply wild. I would be willing to give you the benefit of the doubt for how you have served and protected hope in the past, but the fact that you are keeping that thing in the basement, I can perceive you as only evil. So I say this, stay away from all of them, let this be a chance encounter, and carry on your way, carry on your retirement. There is a pause as sound settles in the room. That is a mighty strong judgement, 
laid out by something many would consider little better than a demon. How dare you? And, considering the fact that you don't look like Olivia, you are clearly not her persona. Meaning your host is dead. Which means you don't have long. I am in control. Oh really? You come into my house. My hospitality. Then you sneak down here and whisper threats. You're in control? Olivia is your master, yet here you are. You call me wild, yet who stands before me? A rogue persona. If it was not for hope, I would chuck you all out on the streets with a warning that if I ever saw any of you again, I would cut you down. Just to rid the world of any of your evil. A black cloud of smoke rises up within Vesper like a snake, preparing to strike. In a flash, he draws his sword and slices it cleanly through a chunk of the table. You know nothing of what you speak, boy! Heath rises in a flash and both hands grip the table as if he was about to flip it over and launch at Vesper. But slowly, he relaxes his hands and sits back down, before slowly re-straightening the candle that just jostled when, when Vesper cut the table. Vesper is caught off guard by this, but continues his rant. You call me a demon, and you keep the very devil in your basement! If I can contain the devil, little ghost, imagine what I can do to you. Vesper sheaves his sword. My warning stays the same, Morningstar. Heed it, or face the consequences of it. Vesper turns and begins heading up the stairs when Heath's voice rings out, lower than before. How long do you tell your master what's going on? How long will you let her wave that stupid little knife around? You have any idea the enemies you will make doing that? The old ways have passed on. Let them die. Vesper pauses before turning back to Heath. But then I die with it. I'm not ready to say goodbye yet. Heath's voice rings out one last time. Then get ready. A week passes, and we find Olivia, Hope, and Amelia back in their small flat after spending the night at Heath's. Olivia and Hope are sitting at the kitchen table. Amelia is standing as she places a series of documents on the table. Okay, <clears throat> so, um, 
maybe hope shouldn't be here. Just, just, just not here. I, I mean, she's she's legally an adult. Uh, I don't know, Hope. It's it's your call. Honor AK's wishes. Um. Continue the trend of sending her away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? This affects me too. I'm staying. Okay, so gas has been cut off. Water is being cut off. Power will most likely be cut off in the next few days. And this. She places down a rather severe looking document. This is our third notice from the landlord, and this is a letter from the real estate agent that came with it. It is a termination of our contract, and due to the fact we haven't been able to pay for the last few weeks of rent, they're taking our bond to fill the gap, mm. meaning as of now, we are technically homeless. The checks from the Germany job are going to take at least another week to clear, as it's foreign currency and all that, and even then it wouldn't really get us out of the red with rent and with this record our chances of getting another real estate to even consider us is slim at least in London alright so it leaves us a bit of a pickle mm-hmm. she sits down and sighs rubbing her eyes with her arm still in a sling Due to money issues, you guys haven't been able to afford to get her into surgery, so painkillers is all she has at the moment. Shall we head to the library, print out some somewhat made-up resumes, and look for customer service jobs? Because honestly, that's all we have right now. Look, I've been saying that for weeks. It's nice to know that finally people listen after, you know, we get homeless. That's it's nice. Nice, guys. But, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Mm. I mean, maybe you'll be able to score some of that pizza that you want if you get a job at Pizza Hut. Yeah. Dominoes, please, have standards. <laughs> we have no standards. <laughs> I We're have standards homeless. once. Once. Mm. I had a career. Oh, we have fallen, haven't we? Mm. Yay, team. Amelia swivels around and looks up at the broken sword hung up on the wall. Just feels weird to be given up again. Well, I didn't want it to come to this either. Yeah. No. It just feels like we're not honouring him, you know. Like I'm disappointing yet another person again. I don't really think he cares that much about his honour. Us honouring him. Yeah, true. The dead have other concerns. So what now? Um, Buy a van? Well, first, go to Bunnings or something and get boxes. Yeah, yeah. we have to move out. That's Where are we going to go? Uh, I mean, there are 
shelters. I mean, the... Vesper would have to be permanently away if we go to a shelter. Yeah. It's just... I don't know. It's just the reality of it. I mean, there's... Maybe we could find a bank that would, like, give us a credit card or something, and then you could look for something out of Maine, like, London town. But, uh... It's not the 90s anymore, and they usually talk to each other a bit more than they did back then. Hmm. Get a tent and live in the forest? I'm not... <laughs> We're not camping. Bit. We're that not far. camping. Camping I, uh, is better than being homeless. We have it's one homeless tent. with pizzazz. We have one tent that can fit, like, three people maximum. And it's not even a comfortable fit. It's not, it's not comfortable at all. It's not comfortable at all. I require a level of, of luxury. <laughs> I require it. Homeless, Carpet, broke, require socks, a level of luxury. Mm. Mm -hmm. An actual bed. Like basic necessities. Human standards. Necessities. Standards, I, I one would standards, say. Exactly. Mm. Yes, yes. Vespa, this concerns you too. Would you mind joining us? Yeah. <laughs> Vesper like emerges from like the kitchen cabinet and he's like go up play, play. Why did he just literally like crawl out of the kitchen cabinet? It's like an opening line. Okay. <laughs> like it comes out, he was like, go up play the biscuits. Huh? Uh, I live in a knife. Yes, you do, but you also like to be out and about and read your books and I do like to read my books. Yeah, we need a space for you to be able to do that. So, come on, help the brains trust here. Such a valuable contribution. Maze like slowly picking up a biscuit and slowly like going towards his mouth. You don't even need food. <laughs> Why are you eating our food <laughs> if you don't even need food? It's eating the, like eating multiple of them. At least it's not going on my waistline. So Sustains whatever. me. Um, okay. Uh, um, uh, under a bridge. Um, van. A van does. Yeah. I flippin' said that. Yeah, but when I say it, it sounds better. Look, when you said van, it sounded like you wanted us to just buy a van for the sake of travelling to and from work. No. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, see, when I say it, it seems practical. It sounds like he wants us to live in a van, yeah, which yeah. honestly doesn't sound that much better, but it's an option. Heating. It is warm, yes. Moves. Mm. Outrun the police, you know, when they come trying to... Do you go away? Don't show your age, please. Okay. <laughs> I won't try to be... We could travel around you. Diggity Europe. young. What's, oh, what's the term? Gosh. Vesper, stop. Okay, stop. I'll just... Um, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> hey, they're my Oreos. Not anymore. <laughs> Vesper, boundaries. They're in the... They're, the rule was, if they're in the, the communal, like, it shelves... It had a sticky note on it. Look, I, the rule was if they're in, in the, the communal, communal area. a sticky note on it. I'm sorry, okay. We're not going to forge it's sticky just... notes for much longer. Yeah. We're Starting going into a no-sticky no note economy. The sticky notes fall off. Tape always lasts long. Anyway, mm. we slowly pan back from uh, this conversation and we 
move around in the living room as the sun comes up and it is the next morning and light streams into the living room as OK puts down a box and starts looking at one of the main bookshelves. Single hand on hip. Can we chuck out some of this crap? Like, Excuse why do me. I need? And she's like pulling out like um, like multiple Reader's Digest magazines. Okay, and I was like, no. do we need? AK, no. Just buy a cookbook. AK, do you want to fight with Vesper? Yes, bring him in. <laughs> <laughs> she throws it oh, on, on the ground. Fight, 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 um, fight. Vesper, we have a challenge. <laughs> as she's doing this, you hear a ring at the doorbell. Uh, was anyone expecting anyone? Uh, bring, pretend bring. we're not here. We haven't That's paid our bills. Of a telephone. <laughs> bring, bring. All right, I'll go get it. Uh, Vesper, stay inside. Well, I'm go- I'm having this out. <laughs> he's like getting up. He's picking up the Reader's Digest. This one, this one's very good, actually. Let me show you the recipe. He's flicking through it. <laughs> Olivia just strides <laughs> off towards the door. Okay, uh, you come to the door and throw it open. Uh, I will uh, describe. Shall I describe the man standing at the door? Well, somebody better. <laughs> <laughs> um, you throw it open, and there is a man at the door. The man stands at about five foot five, mid twenties, jet black hair, a little oily. He's wearing something similar to like military professional garbs, a tight uniform that squeezes around the neck, mostly black but with a few medals on it, dark blue detailing, double buttoned along the chest. Uh, has rather unruly curly hair, a cheerful face, a pair of square glasses, and the attempts of growing a rather spotty beard. It's quite patchy and quite, it's like four or five mil. Mm. Uh, good morning. Good morning, madam. Uh, sorry, is this a Kelly residence? Uh, yes, yes it is. Uh, who are you? I'm Hugo. Hugo Castor. I- I'm here on, um, <clears throat> I'm here on tier business in regards to filling your licenses. Yes. I well, have a car waiting. Uh, we can we can discuss everything on the way. All right. Um, we are about to be homeless. We are moving out today, currently. Right. Well, I will need uh, all of the party members to be present for the conversation. So if you could, okay, grab them all. Um, the car will just just be just be down there. I'll go sit in the car and wait for you to be ready to come talk to me about your house okay. situation. Thank you, Hugo. Right. Uh, I will rally the troops and meet you in like five minutes, probably, if they don't kill each other. You close the door as he walks away and like three books fly past and like hit the Hold wall on. behind you. Hold on. No, no, no. We got to see as, if it doesn't hit her. It's not going to hear. It's like the, the doorway to there is like quite a bit behind you. Oh, so okay. it's just flying past, bang, you hear Amelia shout, I don't care about the scone recipe. We cut forwards to the front of Heath's house as Ward is like, trying to like get his way out of the door frame that's like a bit too small for him. Uh, well, man, it, it's it's uh, suffering from success. Am I right? <laughs> too swollen, the shoulders can't quite get through. Clunk, mm. clunk, clunk. Hugen, uh, Hugen, Hugen, where are you? Well, just. Ah, there you are, on the floor. Well, have you got any ideas for how to get out of this this predicament? Walnut. No, no, again, the walnuts come after after you give your contribution. That is the arrangement. 
Maybe one of you could give me a hand. I'm a cripple. Somebody else do it. Fine. Oh, a fellow cripple. No, so I don't I, like it I when you say s- it. <laughs> <laughs> Hope goes over and like grabs the main kind of the leg and just pulls it and you fall like flat and Aww. she just slowly drags you through the door frame. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're well, trying to extend. Thank you kindly. Not sure why my voice is muffled. I actually don't have a mouth to talk with. Um, Hugo, yeah. you're driving in a like a, a dark green jeep, and so he doesn't fit inside. So you just strap him to the roof. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's on the roof, just like he's got the two ah, crows. Bracing. The two crows. Oh, no, uh, not the crows. Uh, ravens. The ravens. You got the two ravens in the car. Just kind of sitting like where he would have been placed. I feel like they're death staring hope. (laughs) They're sitting in the car and not flying alongside? The car would go too fast for them. They'd be like, (laughs) with the wind guts. Birds don't like flying if they can't help it. In this audio in podcast. In this audio podcast, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, we cut forward a little bit as the uh, Jeep is trundling its way out of the kind of outskirts of London and into the countryside. What are you guys talking about? Uh, now, um, Miss Kelly, <clears throat> so as you're aware, you submitted your papers for your licenses, right? Yes. So, <clears throat> uh, well, I have the uh, joyful task of <laughs> unfortunately giving you some uh, less than stellar news uh, for your morning. So, um, your paper request, unfortunately, uh, it, well, it was received by Tyr, uh, and it has been denied. Unfortunately. Uh, there are certain minimum requirements in a, a multitude of different fields that you're requested to uh, pass in order for your pa- papers to be received, and unfortunately you don't meet the minimum requirements for any of the areas at all. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, for, for example, um, you, you don't have anybody who has uh, any experience uh, with field operations or weaponry uh, or herbs, medical ointments. You don't have a healer. You don't have anyone to do those jobs. Uh, you don't have an expert in, in firearms, hand-to-hand combat, uh, beasts and required lexicon readings, uh, therefore, uh, so on and so forth, uh, blah, 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 blah uh, and, and so on. Uh, therefore, you don't have any of the minimum requirements to operate in this country or any other country, <laughs> as the uh, as the case may be. Uh, none of you have been mentally checked for your mental fortitude, and that's, as you know, required for any hunting party uh, to be... To be approved. Uh, also, nobody mentioned the homunculus. No, no one thought to put that <clears throat> on the thing. Oh, <laughs> Hi. With this in mind, Tears Logistics Department has declared uh, that your papers have been denied. So, sorry about that. Look, it's fair. We weren't expecting them. I think to be approved first time round. However, Miss Emily Bell rather high up in general within tier. Um, I remember her, yes. She stepped in and lobbied for this for, for, for a meeting to take place. So that's where we're going now. Miss Amelia Kelly. Yeah. In your current state, you will not be allowed to participate physically, but you'll be allowed to radio in and facilitate behind the scenes. Okay. Right. I thought you were okay. 
I see how it is. Um, I can keep talking, but that's the end of my script, so. <laughs> Very good. That's it for Hugo Caster. <laughs> he jumps out the window. <laughs> um, you drive for about an hour or two, and you guys find yourself out in the countryside. You roam through a forest, and a jeep soon comes to a stop at a little dirt car park uh, at the start of a mountain walk. What you quickly see are three horses. One black, uh, one dark brown, and one more of a chestnut color. Thank you, BJ. <laughs> one black, one dark brown, and one more of a chestnut color. I shouldn't have given you it. my entire script. <laughs> Jess is giving me the whole script for the episode, not just the bits that I say. Stop no, no, reading, reading over the Stop. shoulder. It's, e- it's easier than just picking and choosing the bits I need to give you. Um... They are saddled and tied to three nearby trees, chewing away at some grass that has grown high in this area, where the, gra- the dirt's been really compacted by cars coming around and reversing and all that, so they're just chewing off to the side. Um, what we see is, in a shadowy area near this, a man sitting. Michael, would you like to describe him? Okay. Um, you see before you a man squatting, as the Australian term goes, um, and uh, he... Is very thin, uh, very wiry, um, but in the sort of uh, he's bulked up as much as he can, but he's just too skinny to put on more muscle. Mm. Um, he's got a very uh, th- pointed chin. Um, it's got a nine-day uh, stubble on it, um, and he's got a fairly large nose um, and a smirk on his face, um, and his hair's sort of sort of trying to go back but then it's just everywhere hmm. um and he wears uh just a v v-neck t-shirt with some jeans and uh, some big boots and that is the appearance guys all slowly hop out of the jeep and Hugo rounds around the car to present to all of you now beckoning over the man standing near the horses alright team, uh, everyone this is Mr. Hickory Cavendish G'day. Cavendish, this is um, all the people, I only met them about a couple of minutes ago so I'll let Ow. them introduce themselves right. yeah, a couple of hours ago sorry, good evening Pleasure to meet you, uh, Hickory. Oh, uh, we should probably untie you. He's on the roof. <laughs> Good evening, Hickory. I got you. Oh, Pleasure right. to meet you. Ward. Ward, double knot. Oh, it's not coming up. Oh, um, I'll be with you in a second. Um, the ravens are there trying to, like, peck at the, the ropes. Uh, Herb, right. Herb Kelly. G'day. G'day. Uh, Hickory. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Lovely to meet you, Mr. Cavendish. Um, I am Olivia Kelly, and Olivia. this is Amelia, my cousin. Yo. G'day. What Vesper. Up? Vesper's not there. <laughs> 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 
And what what's the the glorified uh, roof rack? That is a, a homunculus team member. Ah, I'll have him down in a minute. Homunculus. It's all right. Words, yeah, uh, <laughs> epic. Um, Hugo hasn't told me much about whatever the heck's going on. Um, Neither. But, Same. So, yeah. We just, don't know why we're meeting you, but it's lovely to meet you. Yeah, it's lovely to... Wait, so we're meeting him? Day. Huh? We're me- the meeting's with you? Are you from Tia? No, 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 no. I mean, no, this... Okay, all right. So, uh, I just can't... Could, could one of you... Is anyone here good with knots? Uh, me. I am? Yes. Right. Do I'll you... take care of water. Why don't you just cut yes, the ropes? thanks. Olivia takes out her dagger and just... They were my only ropes. I don't have any other ropes. You asked if I was good with knots. Not with untying them, just good with knots. I think it's fairly, like, self-explanatory. Amelia. (laughs) Okay. How are we going to get him... Back? Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, because they're my only ropes. Well, I only cut one. That's interesting. Oh well, that's all right. I suppose we'll just tie the ropes back to to onto, to the rope. Anyway, so um, this is Hickory Cavendish, as I said before. Basically, pleasure to meet you, Hickory. I can uh, shake your hand now, and his arm flops out, and it kind of just dangles. It ends up being like the Queen little like <laughs> kiss the hand thing. Uh, pleasure to meet you, Hickory. Shakes it back. I am the Ward of the Field. This is my two friends. This is Moonin and Hugen. These are my ravens, my best pals. What am I looking at? A scarecrow. I'm pretty sure I haven't been drinking. It's a homunculus. That um, that doesn't clear anything up. He's a scarecrow. Magical creature. Right. Does that it's help? It's only going to no. get weirder from yep. here. Okay. It does get weirder from here. Lovely. Yes. Sure. I'm. Yeah. I'm not that bizarre. You're pretty bizarre. I'm at least human-shaped. You wouldn't get that from some other people. (laughs) He's a scarecrow like other scarecrows. (laughs) Like like other scarecrows. I have legs. Have a flippy floppy hat. All right. Settle down, everyone. So, (laughs) as I mentioned, Miss Kelly, your group is fantastic. I love the group. Great group. Unfortunately, you don't, as we talked about in the car meet any of the minimum requirements for anything. So, uh, there are a couple of gaps in your team. Quite a few gaps in your team. So, Hickory here (laughs) is someone that's been sourced by Tyr to fill some of those gaps. So, you can introduce yourself, but... Yes, Uh, as much as we would probably love to have him on the team um we, we are currently well. homeless yes yeah. right that's hey i'm in the same situation already. and your backup nice. plan is what exactly customer service i don't want to but great no that's yeah. a great backup i've got plan. a winning personality actually my cousin did that for a while yeah hmm. i reckon retail. i'd be spot on at it worked in retail yeah worked out quite well Olivia just eyes the homunculus, being like, ah, yes, customer okay. service. Hugo, who are we meeting? Is this just with him? Are we meeting you? Tyr has got a little bit of a problem going on. Uh, it's a little bit last minute, so I apologise for uh, the fact that I haven't been able to give you much information. But basically, Miss Emily has decided to give you all a, a little last chance, essentially. So, with Mr. Cavendish here, the hope is that you can um, prove yourselves 
to have uh, extenuating abilities and skills outside of the minimum requirements for what tier needs. Uh, and provided that it goes well, we can approve your papers. Now, uh, basically, um, uh, Mr. Donovan, Donovan Soul, uh, I don't know. Okay. Don't know him. Never mind. Uh, one I of might the have met him once. He's one of the tier, anyway, doesn't matter. Um, he's, uh, he's on a job right now, and um, uh, basically, we're going to send you all in as... Uh, Backup. Now he's already set out. I went Irish for a second. There. <coughs> Whoa. Hello, Ebenezer. <coughs> Good morning, Ebenezer. I didn't know you followed us out here. <laughs> and he rips his mask <laughs> off. <laughs> it's ventriloquist. He's already set out. He isn't quite aware of your arrival because this is very last minute, um, and it's the only time that we we weren't able to uh, arrange a meeting with him before he had a. It's it's a whole thing. Uh, he's been very busy, but. Uh, basically, Tyr has received the word of a pack of, um, well, there's no other way to say this, goblins. Fun. Pack of goblins. Those bastards. <sighs> heading south, led by what's known as a red cap. Oh, oh I believe no. some of you have had prior dealings. Oh, shoot. Those things again. Yeah. It appears there was some kind of bar fight or something in the tavern up north, uh, and a bunch of people, uh, a b- bunch of people were were hurt. Uh, somebody ended up running, it, plowing a car into the side of the pub, and about a dozen people died. So the red cap, we we can only assume, started smelling the blood, and now it's leading a group of goblins on the scent, which is not great. Not quite what we're looking for. So anyway, Donnie, sorry, Mr. Mr. Donovan uh, is heading on an intercept and he likes to kind of do things in his own time, in his free time, do these little things, get out of the office. You know the way it is. Your job is to head after him. You're going to assist in the hunt. And hopefully, if it goes well, you will earn yourselves some reconsideration on your licenses and we can move things. I did it again. And we can move things forward. Okay, seems pretty self-explanatory. Um, mm. Problem, you didn't preference that this was a hunt. Uh, and None of us are geared. I have everything I need. I'm wearing a hoodie. Right, so you've never been caught off guard by some kind of cryptid and caught without your equipment and without planning. That's never happened to you before? No, generally we know what we're heading into. That's how we met these people, actually. Mm, It's a test. Yeah, Yeah. it's a test. Exactly. That's the point. I know the paperwork situation isn't the best way to articulate these kind of things, and the fact that we have all these minimum system requirements and things like that you know, it gets a little bit administration-y and we think, oh, do you have a knife with you? And do you have the things you need? And really, when it comes down to it, what you need is experience and a quick head. And I'm not saying that you all don't, you know, you don't have your head screwed on, but when it comes down to it, well, okay, some of you, please don't do that. It's, very distracting. Ward, Can Ward, put your head back. Tell Pl- Ward, the scarecrow head to put his head back, back on, on, on his shoulders, please. please. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ward. Okay, I get what you're saying that we are exhibiting the the fact the the issues that are prevalent in our paperwork. I'm saying you're trying too hard to tick the boxes. You're not ticking what? the boxes. What? No. What? <laughs> I want to see how you operate as a team, without your prior planning, without your tools, without your your handbooks and your your study guides. They're important. All right, they're really important. But there's other things that are more important as well. Mr. Cavendish has been given a little bit of prior knowledge of what he was getting into, so he can help you out a little bit. Apart from that, you're on your own. Now, you're only assisting. Mr. Donovan is is perfectly capable of dealing with whatever this threat might turn out to be on his own, but this is for your... Right. Yeah. Yeah. However! More. I, on the other hand... I did know that you were going on a hunt. So, if you will accompany me to the back of the jeep, I have some tools for you. Wonderful. Thank you. All right, so Hugo goes to the back of his jeep and opens the big back door. It's one of the 80s jeeps, so it's the big door that just swings open with the tire on it. You see, built up to nearly the roof and drilled into the car with great bolts, a wooden cabinet. It is an old hardwood, varnished darkly, giving it the tint of scotch. Uh, it consists of six shelves that are long and thin, so not like different compartments, they're long and thin ones. Upon the top is a delicately made revolving number lock, chiseled out of wood, yet it has no numbers, only ancient runes. Hugo's fingers dance across it, moving it to a series of patterns. You hear the click, click, click as each shelf is unlocked. Right, here we are, my beauty. We have a short montage as Hugo goes through the different drawers, pulling out different items and weapons. He bestows to Hope two cylinder pistols. He then produces a 28-inch cutlass for Olivia. He produces walkie-talkies and hands them out to the rest of the group. And he gives to Cavendish a bizarre weapon. It is a small wooden scythe with a chain at the end that goes to another piece of wood a Kusaragama. Okay, who can ride a horse? (laughs) Not me. These two? Okay. Um, Alright, so Hope hops on the back of uh, OK's horse. Cavendish gets on one. What are you guys going to do with the Scarecrow? I can walk behind. I don't get tired. It's fine. Okay, so the Scarecrow will walk. I uh, don't get tired, so I can keep up the pace. Okay, he'll hop behind. Right. All right. And finally, these. And he hands you all a little thermos. Oh. oh, thank you. Just black tea, no sugar. Nice. I was going to put some in, but I couldn't I find it. Good so. lad tea. Thank the you so much. The of the, the gods. Now get you going, or you won't catch up with Mr. Donovan. Thank you. Okay. You all head off, your horses seeming to know the direct route you should take. You break out of this area of trees and quickly find yourselves in a vast landscape. Great hills and mountains break up the horizon. Rivers and outbreaks of trees dot the vista before you as you begin to descend down a rocky hill into a valley. The horses break out into a gallop, taking the world before you head on. The wind whips around you all, your clothes billow, 
you forge along a small river and break out onto a stretch of fairly flat grassland. Weather-worn, mossy stones stick out through the long grass and uh, wild flowers surround you. They sway as the wind ripples across the landscape like a wave. It is a beautiful yet fearsome countryside, grand in its scale and terrible in its vastness. The land of old tales, of high kings and bloodshed. You barrel across it. The blue sky rolls out above you, not a cloud in sight as the sun begins to curve towards the mountains, casting everything in a golden hue. The horse's hooves thunder as you begin to make your way up a hill again and into a, uh, into a, a thicker area of trees. You find a small walking track and head along it. You come to a cliff and trot along its edge, when your attention is brought, finally, to a lone rider. Streaking across the landscape, he and his horse almost a blur, heading at speeds you can barely comprehend. The lone rider is bent almost flat. The sun arches behind them, uh, silhouetting them for a moment. They are many, many miles off to the side of you and making up the distance ahead fast. He's heading for a more solitary mountain covered in trees. You all too bend low, avoiding the whipping branches and find a steep path down off your mountain and into the valley that the lone rider must have come through. You speed up, coming up out of the valley from before, and once again you see the lone rider. He is circled around the mountain and is headed uh, down into a valley of trees, a great forest. He and his horse speed along a cliffed area near the valley, heading towards what you now see, a string of smoke deep within the forest. Uh, you all take off in pursuit. Instead of following along the cliff area of the valley, knowing that you'll never catch up to him at the speeds he's travelling, you decide to head down into the valley, around the trees, and hope to reach the target at a similar time that he is. As he's going around, taking a more direct route is your best chance of reaching there at a similar time as him. You crisscross around trees, following small paths that have been forged by other animals and other riders. This seems to be an area where horse riders come out to. Uh, you see the cliff area off through like breaks in the trees and you see that it comes to a point, a sharp point that juts out from that cliff area and you see the lone rider come up to that point as if he's surveying the land. But you quickly realise that he's not looking towards the string of smoke. He is looking directly to where you guys are. Even though you are miles off and he is but a dot, you can tell that he is looking directly at you guys. Uh, you guys continue along this path and you're trying to like see what he's doing and you see as you're coming closer and closer him raise a fist into the air he points at you and then points towards the fire he points to himself and there's a half moon and points then to the fire indicating that he will go around from the back and you are to go in from the front he turns and cascades back into that area of the valley you guys continue on crisscrossing through trees. These are old trees, but they're not as old as like some areas of England are. They're still is a very lush, bright area. There is a few little creeks that you have to go over. There's, it's clearly a walking track area, so there are signs pointing in different directions. You see one woman going on a walk with her dog. You like maneuver your way around and continue along this track. Uh, she is quickly spooked by um, a jumping scarecrow that follows along the path behind you. It's like a little skipping gallop. It's like one. It's like one leg pushes and then goes. Yep. <laughs> um, Hickory is leading at the front and he is 
darting in and out around trees. Which horses have you guys taken? Uh, sure, the black one. Okay, black one. Chestnut. Yes, thank you. I was like, please can we be on the chestnut? Okay. Uh, the horses, they're clearly horses that know the other horse and so are following in its wake in a lot of ways. Uh, you are coming closer and closer to this fire. What is your game plan? You bring yourself up uh, closer towards Cavendish so that you're able to speak to him and the scarecrow quickly catches up behind you as well. So anything you say, all of you will hear. All right. Uh Cavendish. You gotta speak like you're riding horse. <laughs> <laughs> and wind is going past <laughs> you, it's a. Uh... uh, Cavendish. <laughs> yep. We didn't quite get the chance to uh, clarify what your specialty is. Uh, uh, sort of just all over the place, doing whatever the heck. Um, just. Are you good at combat? Hand yes, to hand? That Stealth? Right. Yes. Uh, Name it, I'm good at it. That's my job, I do everything, pretty much. Do everything? Yeah. Well, how's your endurance? Uh, uh. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> not good either, I'm guessing. Do you have to hit every rock? I'm trying not to. Um, okay, you um, start to now that you've seen the rider, you kind of start to go at a slower pace because now he's seen you, you've seen him, so it's like the rush is kind of off a bit and you are aware that you are heading into a hunt now. So you guys slowly begin to slow down your horses as you get closer and closer to uh, the fire. It is now so close that you can't really see it through the, the breaks of the trees. Uh, you guys going to help? Hop off your horses. What's your game plan? You have arrived, theoretically, at, in the hunt vicinity. Mm. Um, well, Olivia's going to look around the group and look at Cavendish and yes. his build. And she's like, you seem like you are good at sneaking, scoping out an area. Yeah. Do you think you could scout ahead for us? Sure thing. He hops off his horse, uh, ties it to the nearest branch, um, and jumps into it. Okay. And he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> okay, what are you guys going to do? You're just going to wait? You're going to, like, well, sneak up yourselves? Start setting up. The guns need to be yeah. loaded, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Ward hops over, uh, well, I guess hobbles over to, to Hope. It's like, excuse me, could you uh, help me with a few uh, arrangements? Yeah, uh, sure. And you see, like... He he swings his arm, gets some momentum going, and he throws it like into his stomach. And he manages to pu- he pulls out a roll of duct tape. I'm going to need all these tent pegs taped to my hands. Okay. And uh, these uh, these delightful little claws added to my my ravens, please. Right. Let's do claws first, um, and then as we're doing as I'm putting the claws on, so. We're like half up on top of a hill. No, so you're valley? down into you're in the valley. We're in trees. the valley, yes. right? You're okay. doing the claws. Olivia's already started on the tent poles. Yeah, cool. Um, so I was thinking I could head a tiny bit back up, get higher ground. You two take front and center, and wherever he's gone, I'm guessing he'll loop around. Game plan. Is there any Go water team? nearby? You do hear the sound of a river. Brilliant. Running water will be helpful against goblins. I hear they hate that too. Plus, sound of tape. <laughs> plus, also, 
there's a fire and there's water. Seems like these two things might help to know. Scarecrow's talking some sense. Remarkable. Yeah, we cut forwards a few minutes. Hope you have been uh, very viciously scratched up by these birds as you have tried to put things what on do you their mean feet. Scr- they are delightful. Yeah, not to you. <laughs> Doesn't mean they're delightful to everyone. <laughs> they're still birds, and you're grabbing their feet. <laughs> Settle down, Hugin Moonin. You get a walnut if you're good. <laughs> um, and uh, Cavendish returns. Uh, he's like just swimming snake mode through the grass. <laughs> yep. Um, yep. He emerges out, uh, and the report he gives you is uh, in about a uh, hundred yards. There is a goblin ca- uh, camp with about fifteen goblins in total, and he assumes the red cap is there somewhere. There is a river uh, at the south of the camp, and they have their fire at the north of the camp. Quite the setup. Mm. Does anyone know anything about goblin weaknesses? Nope. I've only been talking about that since we started. I wasn't here. Well, Would you, you like to share with the group? From the one time that goblins stole my right arm, I've noticed that they have a, they're weak to metals as the kind of... Uh, as in sizzling their skin or just cutting things? Because you'll find that... I feel like the same for many things are weak to knives and I, bullets. I think they just don't like it. And then, I believe, uh, they cannot cross natural sources of flowing water. It's why you never see goblins in cities, because there's all the sewage underneath. Hmm. I would suggest that we head towards the south of the camp, mm-hmm. near the water, um, it gives us an opportunity for higher ground and retreat, if need be, mm-hmm. uh, to recollect ourselves, because it sounds like there is quite a large number of them if they have set up such a camp. Hickory? Yep. Yeah. Correct. All right. Should we try and pin maneuver and push them towards the water, get them trapped? Perhaps. Well, I've, old mate's coming around on his horse. I've his, arched my, my, crow, my, my raven friends, and Hugin thinks we should split them up. No. Yes? No. no. Why would we split them up? So we can uh, target down a smaller group and eliminate those first and then handle the other group. We are very much, I believe, I believe, we are very much outnumbered. We are. If my calculations are correct. But how do we split them without splitting our party? I can go pick off some stragglers. I think let's herd them like sheep. Oh, herd them like sheep I've sounds like a good idea. Me. Another one. Yes, I have lots of them. Oh dear. Yeah. Crazy. If I can draw out the goblins, then Mister Hickory here can pick off the stragglers at the end of the group, and we can. Pincer attacked them in the same way that ravens will cross their flight paths and they can you can target down between the two ravens and we are the ravens in this analogy. Uh hope I know you shall be would got. be able to set up on higher ground and mm-hmm. take them out from the air. Um I'm thinking Vesper and I could help in the effort of herding. Yeah them, so to speak, towards the water and Cavendish 
pick picking off stragglers. There's just some rustling bushes. Cavendish is gone. Cavendish! All right, bye. Bye, Jeff. That man okay. is magic. I think he's down with the plan. Let's go. Go All team. Right. Hope you break off to begin heading up uh, the hill and you guys start to move forward. Vesper materializes next to you and you guys creep forwards and through a bit of brush so that you can finally see the, the camp yourself. And you see quite a large area. This is 15 goblins in total. Uh, they have compacted down the grass here, uh, so it's quite flat. Uh, they are basically on the, the bank of the river. You see them now, there's about five of them in front of you a little ways off. They are washing blood-stained clothes in the river and they are squabbling amongst themselves over belt buckles, rings, that type of stuff. Uh, there is then, uh, what you see is a bunch of teepees made out of animal skin. Uh, TPs, lean-tos, that type of thing. And in this area, you can see another five or so goblins, and you can see in the center of them, the red cap. So to describe the goblins, they're quite squat, rotund creatures. Uh, small, beady eyes. They are more mouth than anything. Very thin uh, arms. They're arms and legs. They're basically just bone and these thin, big claws. The red cap, the red cap, uh, the goblins stand about four feet at their highest. The red cap is mid, like five foot five type of height. It's quite a bit taller. It is a darker skin, where the other ones are almost kind of more yellow to kind of orangey to greenish colors. The red cap is almost the color of cola. Is that uh, darkish brown? It is taller. It's more like. It almost has this kind of neck like a, a frog that extends out as it's talking. Uh, it has bigger eyes, bigger mouth, strong arms and legs that are quite thick. It is wearing multiple different layers of army guards that it's clearly stolen from battlefields. Uh, and it is cleaning uh, a very old rusty rapier and the goblins are kind of standing around in awe of it. And then you see off on the far side uh, what appears to be a what was recently a live sheep on a uh, spike, uh, spike that the uh, goblins are turning around over a very large fire. They haven't skinned the animal or anything. The wool has burnt up and stuck to it and its stomach has exploded because they did not gut it before cooking it. The goblins are chanting and dancing around the fire and the, the two goblins that are turning it are stamping their feet and howling the song that the others are dancing to. That is the goblin camp. Are there trees in the goblin camp? Or there is are it not just trees clear? in the goblin so camp. Next to, clear. next to around it. They've sure. picked basically a clearing near the river that they are uh, staying at. Sure. So is there trees and stuff on the other side of the river as well? Yes. So right. the river and this clearing area there goes back to the forest, basically. Yeah. Um, There's cool. a clearing within within the forest. So just to confer our plan, mm -hmm. we're on the wrong side of the river. You are. Yeah. Yeah. But they're already at the river. So do we want me to then approach straight, like dead ahead, to get their attention and try to get them to cross the river? But you said oh. they can't go through the river. Yeah, but that's his his assumption. Ah. That's my assumption. As like a try to goad them towards that, even if they, even if they aren't, even if they are able to cross running water, water will still slow them down. Yeah. 
Um, Difficult train. Olivia's just going to think back to like what Donovan said, and that was your group takes direct approach. He'll come around the back. All right. So So then same kind of pincer move. I'm going to... I can send a raven to go with each of you to wherever you're getting set up. And then when you're set up, you can send them back and then I'll go out. Mm. Yep. Uh, We find... uh, Olivia, you are making your way to the uh, far left-hand side uh, of the river as Hope is heading up the right-hand side as that is closer towards... That is more of a hilly area and it's the start Mm -hmm. of the incline. And then we find Ward kind of in the centre between you two. Uh, He's about to break through the trees and head out onto the river. The river is about a foot or two deep. It's uh, this is a kind of shallow part. It's heading over small stones. uh, What's the the stone that kind of breaks into small thin shards? Oh, obsidian. Uh, Obsidian. Uh, um, Obsidian's more glass. Yeah, it's shell. It's what they would shale. shale. Lots of shale. There's fish bones in it. There's the occasional like um, river trout type of thing. But it's quite shallow here, so it's easy to cross. Uh, and Olivia, you find yourself on this far side, and you kind of looked at. When do we go? Mm. As uh, a raven comes and uh, sits on a branch near you, and kind of just looks at you. Goes, Are you <laughs> Hugin or Munin? Hello. Hi. Hi. Okay. <laughs> Vesper. Yo. Dizzy dog. Don't do that. He materialises next to you and kind of squats down. <laughs> do you have any experience with redcaps or goblins? Um, they they are they are natural prey. They are natural enemies with the fae. They hate vinegar. They hate acidity. Uh, type of thing. It burns their skin more than anything. They have very fragile skin. They usually try to stay out of the sunlight, mostly travel in the afternoon, but they have low light vision, so they can't really hunt much during the night. So they travel mm. in that early morning, afternoon type of period. Uh, yeah, your best bet is vinegar. Metal, uh, specific metals are more hurtful to them, but my memory gets foggy after that. Okay. Um... Should you say we all just get set up and wait for nightfall since it is getting quite close? Um, With their low vision. Yes, but they do have the campfire. So one way or another, we're coming into into an area where they can see. And I will say there is a lot of them. Goblins are prey. Really more than they're scavengers, but he kind of looks the group. We can handle them. It's like a herd. Yeah, it's just like... All right. Not a pack, but a herd. That changes my way of thinking about it. Are yes. we able to see any weapons, like, on the goblins? They have... You can see that they have um, sticks that they've sharpened into spears. Oh, they no. have makeshift uh, bows and arrows, that mm-hmm. type of stuff. The main... Like, the uh, red cap is the main one with an actual weapon. Right. Mm. Cool, cool. Olivia's going to tilt her head a little bit. Wait, if they're like a herd and the red cap has taken charge, he's almost like their shepherd. If we take him down, do they scatter? More likely than not. Uh, you still will have dangerous creatures roaming around, so it's best to 
kill as many as you can. But mm. yes, the red cap is their their general. Uh, they and he, like points. You can see the way they're looking at him. They're looking at him with awe and reverence. Mm. Kill it. You kill their backbone. Bridges fallen faces. My apologies. I, I don't want to see that again. <laughs> um, all right. In that case, we'll stick with the normal plan. However, as we're driving them, I think you and I have a little bit more, from what I can tell, bulk somehow. We can take more hits. Oh, right, yes. Um, well, also the fact, from my knowledge, red caps will rise to the fight. So... Mm. The chances of him running, not very much. So we're in for a fight anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, he's our main it. target. She's just going to nod at the, the raven. Yep. And Vesper is going to start forging the river. Mm. Uh, just one. And then flies off. Okay. We're going to start forging? Yeah. All right. uh, assuming hope, hope is all good. Has Hope sent her raven back? Well, I'm kind of waiting to see your raven fly off. Okay. Yep. Cool. Um, Hope you found a, a pretty decent uh, vantage point. It's not as mm-hmm. high as you would want. It's more kind of along. Yeah. But if you go any further, then the trees will start to get in the way. Yeah. So, yep. All right. You guys head out. Uh, you start to forge the river, and the sloshing sound quickly attracts the attention of the um, goblins on the, the main shore. And one of them, like, who's just, like, tried to steal a watch from the other one uh, that has just bartered that for, like, two belt buckles and and a ring. Uh, They've just gotten into a squabble, and then they see you coming along, and one gives out a huge howl that kind of awakens the the camp. They begin to pick up their their weapons, and they're kind of peering. Most of them have only just seen uh, the scarecrow, and so they're kind of looking at it, and one, like, tentatively pulls back its bow, it shoots it at you. Mm. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? What the, what the frick is this? Uh, and I'll just quickly roll. Uh, four, it goes off to yeah. one shoulder. Goblins of putricity. Led by the cowardly red cap. I challenge you. And he like bangs his stick on the bank of the river. I challenge your pathetic existence. You aren't even worth what? Yeah. Um, with, with three tens and two twelves, there's thump, 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 thump into your chest as you are hit with multiple arrows and spears. Yo! No, it's, just, it's just goblins! Straight away. Oh, wait, wait, and then, like, after that, he gets hit. There's a pause. He waits. He sits in silence. Your weapons are useless! Against me! <laughs> seven and nine. Thump, thump into either shoulder. The seven would miss. Oh, the seven was your... Nine. Nine, no, okay. And the nine um, gets into the other shoulder. Fight me and prove you're worth something in this world. Okay, at this point, uh, Olivia and Vesper have reached the shore, uh, and we are going to roll for initiative. The uh, Okay, so we're into combat. So the first pack of goblins near the shore have absolutely noticed uh, Ward, and we're just going to quickly roll for them noticing uh, the glowing man. 12, yes, they have also noticed the glowing man and the woman next to him. Um, so they're like looking over there and it's like, yeah, shooting him's now. Yeah! Wait, 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 
Shia yeah, Kill? Can um, I voice a goblin? Sure. <laughs> Can we all voice a goblin, please? Yeah. I would rather not. <laughs> Um, well, you can voice a four, a one, a nine, and a ten to hit. So two of those hits, the other two misses. Is this for for the goblins shooting at these two? Okay. Uh, Vesper and Olivia. Garn it. <laughs> Get your aim in, Shaddy. Come on. What's this? I'm going to trick shot it. What's this trick shot? I didn't care. That's like a 4 out of 12. That shot was, if I had to, you know, quantify it. Okay, so um, two <laughs> shots hit the shore, and Olivia and Bess were like, Oop, spotted, and then Olivia, uh, you get one immediately just in the shoulder. Yes, they are. And it's, it's a stick that's sharpened, so it goes in like half an inch, but it's just like, all oh, that hurts, and it's like not much power. Got Vesper, him. like, it gets him in the chest, and it's like, alrighty. Um, <laughs> I'm going to roll a d4 of damage for you, Olivia. One. Nice. nice. Olivia picks it out like you would kind of like pick out a, a thorn. Yeah, it's like or something. Ow. It's like, mm, okay. okay. Is this sanitary? Olivia makes direct eye contact with the one who threw that one at her. She pulls it out and like a toothpick, she just flicks it away. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Um, right. um, Cavendish, it's your turn as well. She wants to okay. intimidate them. Um... The ones over near the fire have yet to notice anything that's going on. They're still clapping and dancing. The yep. ones with the red cap with it have noticed what's going on, and they are starting to. Also, oh, is the head fire out. much further away? The fire is, yeah, it's further away. Damn, I, they didn't even hear me shouting. Nothing. They're dancing and chanting and cooking and all that stuff. And there's about <laughs> four over there. You said hmm? there's about four at the fire. There's five at five at fire. Five with the red cap. Five at the shore. Sure. Okay. And. We haven't said where I am, did I? <laughs> You're in the nope. bushes. You I'm waiting for you to reveal where you are. Ah, perfect. You okay. tell me. It's a new system. <laughs> okay. It's called Robley. It's okay. a good thing we can see all the people. <laughs> uh, good thing there's only three of them, all right? Yeah, sure. It would be a shame if anyone was hiding. Yeah. I hate it when people do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so if there's a row of them at the, f- uh, at the river, yes. all looking towards Olivia... Um, and me. And and you. I'm going to sort of aim for the one at the back of that crew. Um, and so there's going to be a... Should I roll first mm-hmm. or... Okay. Yes, please roll. That's oh, cocked. That, that's cocked, yeah. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Natural 12, baby! I was, like, yes! I was like, it's either a 12 or a 1. <laughs> that's right. Ooh! <laughs> uh, so there's like a whistling spinning and then um, a small creak and... Uh, the blade of the Kuzorigama, uh sort of either just and straight into the top of this thing's head. Um, okay, there. Yep. So we, there is a swinging sound. There is a and there is a one of the the uh, goblins that missed the first shot. At Olivia is like, yeah, right. Second time of greatness, boys. And then there's just like a splatter sound as it goes straight into the skull. The oh. eyes roll back, uh, opens its mouth, and the blade is sticking Ooh. down through its mouth and has punctured its tongue and uh, slowly falls forward. Hey. Crunch into yeah. the ground. Hey Carl, hey Carl, do you have do you have any more arrows? Oh, Carl's dead. Oh, oh shit. Carl? Carl! Oh, 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 jeez! Oh, Carl! Oh, jeez, Carl! He was just my vision. 
Anyway, let me take these arrows. <laughs> take the arrows. <laughs> yeah, you're not yeah, using yeah. them anymore. Okay. I can't use them anymore. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bogey. Yeah, no way. Okay, so um, because you were still in, uh, I'm going to get you to roll for if you've stayed in stealth, and if you've stayed in stealth, you will get another attack. Where did oh. that come from? Oh, uh, five. Do I plus? Physical? I will roll for that. Is it plus for your physical? Uh, it doesn't matter. They got two. Okay. So nice. uh, these guys are like strange. <laughs> How could that have happened? I guess it just they fell. They, they happened to a Yeah, it might just fell from the sky. I, think. I sure hope it doesn't happen again, guys. I hope it doesn't happen to anyone. Carl always was unlucky. Remember that time he stepped on a bee? There was a, that was at my witty. There was a gruesome wrenching sound as the, the blade comes out of the head again and comes back a second time. <laughs> Rolling for that one. Uh, let's BJ rolls one of us Plus, is it plus anything to hit? You is it um, Plus your strength, yes. Strength. Your, uh, your so that's a... I got 11. Uh, not 12, I sorry. Gets, a, a, eight. No, 10. It hits. Who got who rolled lower of you two? Uh, I rolled a seven, right. so I lost. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the blade now comes in from a, from uh, the opposite side, and as it swings in, it takes off your right arm as it goes into your chest, and the the wood part of it just shatters all the ribs on that side as it can entirely like chunks through, and you're like still there with your bow. It's like <laughs> and slowly fall off to the side. Let's watch this bogey. This time. Stop, you're distracting me. <laughs> we should roll real to see if, he, if, he's, if he's discovered yet. Give me... Give me... Another one fell from the sky! Stop it! This is sucking! I need my focus here. This is how I die! I'm gonna get higher than I can see your light, Jimmy. Okay, um, it's Ward's go. <laughs> is he still hidden? He's done. He's still in it. Very crazy day we're having. <laughs> um, Hope is just dying with laughter in the trees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Silent laughter. Uh, this is so beautiful. Uh, gosh, I guess it's it's my go. I can't really really do anything. I feel like he's gonna kick a pebble. Yeah. With his um, I mean, you can try and be more annoying and draw more of their yeah, attention. Yeah, that's what that's what I think. Send I'm gonna rapes. aim aim to um, goad them over into cr- like trying to cross the river or trying to draw them in. You won't cross the river. You won't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you cowards! You can't even cross water. You fear the most common substance on earth. Yes. Sp- pathetic. If it were me, I would be coming over there right now. Okay, come over. I I I get I get caught in the drag actually. <laughs> you see, I float too well. Okay, roll for your intimidate for your convincing them to cross the river. <laughs> With your great charm. With your charm. Uh, never mind. <laughs> they start, to, they start calling you. Now you come over here. I'm gonna get a roll for convincing you. <laughs> Oh no. Okay. It's natural 12. <laughs> Fine, then I'll come to you. Does that work out for you guys? Yes. All right, we have a deal then. I will come to you, and uh, then you will die. Does that check out? Okay. Okay. 
Uh, then Sir Ward now starts start heading over. Okay, you start crossing the river. A roll for me for your ability to maneuver the river and not get uh, swept I'm by. I'm going to try and just jump it in one big leap. Okay. Right. Um, it's physical, right? So you... How wide is this river? The river I'm imagining is about four or five meters. Okay, so I, I give myself a, a somewhat decent chance. With a ten. Minus two for physical. That'll make it, that'll make it. Make it. Um, uh, right before he jumps, he's like, you guys are screwed now! And he just one leap over the river, lands right entirely up. straight. <laughs> just <laughs> up apex, hang for a second, and then lands down with the light, gentle, like little thud right in front of him. Uh, I imagine he's pretty tall yes i imagine so, like seven foot yeah so thing. he's now just like you were saying there buddy yeah i, I said you come over here now you're here so, so now now we fight to the death right that's what we do we fight to the death chop off his little arm come on let's get him i Jimmy. want him oh wait you mean uh, yeah, yeah i forgot about that i've used that's my action for the time yeah that's your it? action okay it is vespers <laughs> go and the second packs go uh vesper is going to uh flick out the um arrow that's in him as well and he's going to step forward the group from before uh there's now three of them left uh he like brings out a sword and is just dragging along the ground and sing, and like slices one of them in half along like it's like so its face is still looking forward but then it like divides in half that way and just f- slops in two different sides and he's like gonna look over as um uh Ward lands there and he's like, oh, you can jump really cool. And he just like stabs the sword through like it's a meatball of the other one, like directly through. It's like, wow, that's really good. And he like swings the knife directly out. Like doesn't pull it out, just like swings it and like cuts through another part. <laughs> just this, the, the, there's two left now. The one from that was There's one left. Oh, there's, there's one, one left. Your one left. Eh, let me, uh, let me, just give me a second. And he starts to run the other direction. <laughs> okay. just, just one second, you guys. Just time out, time out. The, um, the second pack with the red cap is uh, running up to assist the remains of the other group. And the red cap is like swinging its sword and, and roaring as it's coming. Uh, it is going to collide. Uh, two of the goblins are going to leap up and jump onto Vesper. And he's going to stumble backwards and fall into the river. Uh, two more are going to jump at Ward to try mm-hmm. and like with their combined weight to knock him down. This is an 11. So they land on him. Let's see if the weight is enough to tip him over. One, it is not enough. They're just on top of you now. Uh, They're (laughs) going to start biting. They hit the arrows that that they shot before. Yeah. Um, Okay, with a natural 12, one of them lands on you, like looks at you, and just bodily rips one of your arms off and just bites onto it. (laughs) Tasty! Not again! The other is climbing like into your suit and like starting to burrow into your chest. It's really warm in here. It's nice. It starts to whack your head with your arm. (laughs) God, I hate goblins too. Bloody much. (laughs) Okay. um, That was my favorite arm. (laughs) Okay, I hope it's your go. (laughs) Um, So the campfire, no one's moved from the campfire, right? Nope. Sweet, I'm going to just take pot shots at the campfire. Okay, good luck. Thanks. Do I'll it. need it. An eight. An eight? Let me check the, the stat. Uh, uh, yep, so you're uh, they're kind of dancing, hitting the boogie. <laughs> 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 
I'm, I'm aiming for like the, the one that's like spinning it. Okay, the one that's spinning. He falls to a side. Everyone like stops. Their arms go down. One sails up, grabs onto it, starts moving again. People <laughs> <laughs> start dancing again. <laughs> Turn that wheel, brother. Another part of the sheep's stomach explodes and they all cheer. <laughs> 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 All right. It's like Lord of the Flies. <laughs> okay, um, Olivia, it's I'm your satisfied with that. Um, it's actually more roll. like Lord of the Smiles because you're so happy with the blood. Oh, you're so happy. You're so happy. Okay. Let's, <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I Let's roll. so much fun. Oh, it's a three. Goblins are great. Why have we had more goblins? Goblins um, are great. I'm going to say that that three was probably like her trying to pay attention to what on earth is all this chaos Okay, happening. yeah. Everything has very quickly fallen apart. Yeah, very quickly. <laughs> there is I'm a red cap with five goblins charging towards one goblin running yeah. away You see from... now that uh, Ward is kind of stumbling back a little bit as these things are like chewing at him. And the red cap turns to one of its goblins and breaks a jar over its head and the water go like the liquid travels down and it like picks up a torch and lights it on fire mm. and just throws it at ward. Oh, <laughs> so like now there is a flaming goblin as well. Gosh. Okay, um I think Olivia's going to try to go towards Ward and get the goblin out of him. Yeah, it's now like burst out of his chest like, <laughs> like in alien style. Alien. Going, <laughs> Imagining like Puss in Boots and Shrek. Mm. That was based off of Alien. Yeah, yes. but like more fun, fresh like that. Instead okay, of like with blood a and gore. seven, is she going They're to hit goblins. the one in his chest? What do you mean uh, no yes. blood and gore? Nice. He's got no blood. Yep, so it's yeah. six to hit, so yep, you uh, get uh, You uh, like run up to it, you have to jump a few times to reach it, you grab it by its arms and it like flops out and lands yep. on the ground and you stab it and it goes, Bang! Yeah, so and now I, I get to roll. Um, hold on, we Can I go for something What's um, the. <clears throat> like cutlasses points. So what's the the knife is a ten. My dagger is a d twelve plus two. Okay. Uh, well, let's say that the knife is a the sword is a uh, <coughs> d ten plus five. Okay. So using the knife, the sword. Uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna try using the sword. Okay. So you flop, flop it onto the ground, and you're like. Okay, I'm kind of getting the weight of this thing, and I was like, I'll I'll make this like a, a clean kill. And you swing it out, swing it out, and you chop off one of its arms, and you go, <laughs> and you're like, okay, that was a bad idea. You that swing was it. my favorite arm! <laughs> you swing it again and like take off a chunk of it, and it's like, that was my favorite chunk! And then you kill it finally, like, okay, I, I'm getting used to this, no, yeah. this sword now. Cool. Okay, uh, what were you pointing at? I was going to suggest uh, that she just stab through Ward if it's inside of him. Yeah. That was what I was going to do. But so I like the do? sound of, like, yeah, that yeah. was my favourite arm. Yeah. Um, okay, it is now... <coughs> I didn't even roll damage. It Isn't was it? just like, nah, you kill him. <laughs> um, all right, so it is that uh, the goblins now are just in full, like... Uh, all right, we're just going to, like, fight to the death here. Glorif mm. Like, uh, <clears throat> a gloryful death. Yeah. Uh, they are launching more people at Ward. They see Ward as the main, like, yeah. nice. enemy here, so they're um, just tearing off chunks of Ward. Did I get rid of both of the ones on Ward, or...? Uh, just the one. Just one, just one. okay. Uh, one of them is has, like, grabbed onto, like, the main <clears throat> stick as just gnawing at it. Come on, Yo! guys. Let's kill your funny man. <laughs> 
Yours feeble attacks mean nothing to me. I am a god. Just saying this, you're, you're, slow, you're slowly lowering me. down as they're nibbling away that <laughs> bottom sticks. sticks. You're slowly lowering down to be like amongst them. You've gone from many, seven feet to about six feet. How many goblins do I have on me? There is about there is six in total. There is one uh, red cap that are just like in and around you. Cool. Um, okay. Uh, the the red cap draws its sword and um, begins slicing away chunks of, of ward as well. He slices. He's like tearing up your suit. Uh, one of them drops one of the arms and he like kicks it into the water. Mm. Uh, and then he sees Olivia and he brandishes his sword <laughs> at, at her. Just, me and my boy. Me and my boys can. Yeah, you probably won't. You probably won't. Yeah, well, I will. Probably not going to win. You hear? Will be very annoying, though. Yeah, it's the most annoying one out of all. I went to work. Yeah, boys. Yeah, boy, we did. Show me times. Olivia just looks at him with like raised eyebrows in concern for like this. Let me introduce myself. My name's Shitty, and these are my boys. Yeah, it's me, Shitty, and the boys. Shitty and the boys. Yeah. Shitty and the boys. Yeah, my name's D. Yeah. That's the boys. Yeah. yeah He's the also boys. the boys. He likes to try and differentiate himself. Yeah, boys yeah. can mix you up. Uh, Me? I'm interesting a, I'm to meet you. Yes. And yeah. <laughs> am I allowed to take my go in advance? No, he's going to, he's going to swing at you. <laughs> Natural 12. Oh. <laughs> These goblins are rolling well. <clears throat> well, yeah. a 12 Show does hit because my AC is 7. Okay. Okay. Uh, and ba da. What the hell's that? Okay. He. Uh. You're like kind of caught off guard. And you're like, do I take this seriously? And he just swings out and like slices down one of your arms, and he does seven damage mm. to you. And like, ha! Take that for Miss Miss um uh, under. Yeah, you tell him. Um, undermining. And not undermining. No. Um. Uh, undervaluing shitty in the boys. Yeah. yeah. Never undervalued. Never undervalued. Your boys. Red caps have been undervalued for too long. We have you, Shitty. Go on, boys. Go and get him. Yeah, let's go. Okay, it is Cavendish's go. Okay. Um. Cool. I'm going to go for the boys. No. No. boys. Okay, uh, and Go for he's in charge. Immediately sell him out. Take him. Take him. So uh, we don't know this is coming. But. There's a there's a louder whooping sound as the blade comes down and, uh, I guess comes at an angle and catches one of them. One um, boy. So and so now there's two goblins skewered on this. Okay, so you took the other one with you. <laughs> yeah, everyone, no one was looking. There's just one that just goes... Just dragged <laughs> off. Okay, this other one gets caught and like... Nah! <laughs> just pulled off into the... Like, into yeah, the, 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 like, the, growing, the growing the shadows the of the... Of creeping on the ground. <laughs> nah! Take yeah. shitty, not me! <laughs> He's gone. Yeah. And then probably finish that off with the knife. Just... <laughs> and there's another more gruesome... <laughs> Sound as like there's a spray of blood and he stops screaming. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll again for your stealth, and we'll see if you can go a second time. Four. 
Um, some of the goblins are like looking around, and as you have done this, you've come in onto the kind of the right hand side, yeah. and you have been caught by the glint of the light of the fire. Darn it! And the ones at the fire are like looking over there. This guy must have shot him. Must be. Yes, yes, it must be. You won. One second. One second. One second. It must be. One second. I will four. Like, anyway, back to dancing. Stop party. One of the eyeballs explodes out of the sheath. <laughs> They're distracted by the exploding eyeballs. Express your rage through that. Okay, there is. Uh, Shut up, Kanye. Okay. <laughs> no, I like you. Even through the sound of battle and the annoying shouts of goblins, you all hear the sound of roaring hooves as a white horse breaks through the tree line. The rider is bent flat against the beast. He reaches down and unbuckles a part of the strap, and the saddle begins to tip to one side. The rider holds on as he slips horizontally with the horse. He uses extra weight to pull it about in like just a, an angle that just a typical horse wouldn't be able to manage without that extra weight. Mm. And it comes from the south all the way around and files straight up down the middle. He uh, pulls himself back around, reattaches the buckle, like jumps up onto the, the saddle and launches up off and travels 15 feet up into the air. The horse immediately breaks away it's getting as far away from it can, as uh, this area as it can as possible. And roll for me, for whoever is paying attention. I'm not. Six, seven. Seven? Okay, um, a few Five? of you notice as he jumps off, he unbuckles <laughs> something from the side of the saddle and launches up, holding a great war hammer. Ooh. And he flies up into the air and there is a moment as he reaches just the point of where the sun has reached as well, it's almost like a lunar eclipse is happening. Everything goes dark. Darkness sweeps the land. It penetrates into your very soul. And then like a flash, like blinding sunlight, he flashes down and the darkness spreads out beneath him. And just as he touches the area where the five other goblins are, there's a flash, almost like a sun flare. And it's like a bomb goes off. You are all thrown, like flown flat against the ground as trees are uprooted. Huge cracks appear in the earth. Ground is just torn apart. Huge bits of rock. And the five goblins there are entirely obliterated. And the smoke clears and there is a man standing in just an absolute crater that is created in this northern area of the camp. Uh, he stands up now, and those who can see, uh, they can see him clearly now. He is a fairly young man, late 20s. Uh, brown hair, medium to kind of medium length, swept back. A slightly cleft chin, cheekbones like razors, yellow eyes that seem to burn. He is wearing an impossibly fine suit. Gunmetal grey jacket and pants, double-buttoned vested, uh, double-buttoned vest with a dark blue shirt and tie. A silver chain hangs from one pocket as uh, connects to a small clip. He brushes some dirt off his shoulder as he strides out of the crater. He is a, has a very impressive build, standing at nearly at, like easily six foot seven. Uh, but. What you do notice is he doesn't have that typical kind of lankiness that a person in that kind of higher range of six foot does. His legs aren't disproportionate, his arms aren't disproportionate. He is 
like just a bigger man. And when you see him, it's almost like seeing for Olivia just a younger version of Warwick. It's that same build, those broad shoulders, but he's not as big as Warwick. He's a lot slimmer, he's a lot faster, but it's still like that kind of muscle mass, but that height and that, like, the hand size. Uh, yeah, but you do think that he's actually probably a bit taller than Warwick was as well. This, you must assume, is Donovan's soul. The man you've been sent to more or less beg a second chance from. Uh, as you stride, see him stride into battle, goblins running in fear, you see in him a glimpse of the heroes of old, of ancient legends, and you see that this is Tyr as you stride into battle. Alright, so the entire uh, fire has been obliterated, all those goblins are dead, and you guys are dealing with the last of this pack. Here is Vespers go, he pulls himself out of the water, uh, gasps, and like grabs one goblin and just hucks it like off him behind and like fly, like flies through a few bushes and he's gone he slaps the other one off himself and as he's getting up he picks up a sword and slices it through it as he gets up and he's kind of like getting uh, his bearings a bit one runs up to him and he just like joust pokes it into it and pokes it out and it's like nah my life <laughs> <laughs> and it dies um, <laughs> I need that gift for my mother <laughs> and he's kind of hand, like uh one hand on his hip holding the other sword like loose in one hand he's like hey goblins we surrender i surrender they i surrender take you you cowards how dare you you coward well it's yeah, the second pack to you go what are you seeing so behind me huh five uh, ten the one that says he surrenders runs off the other one said he doesn't uh, rolls a ten which is better than vespers ac as like yeah freaking nerd and launches himself at Vesper and like grabs onto him and onto his suit and is like pulling at the suit and Vesper's just like they hate goblins <laughs> we hate you too I hate you as well you shiny man you well good we, shiny man we hate shiny yourselves man. as much as you hate yeah I hate him a lot his hopes go <laughs> what about my guy he took my sheep table oh, yeah, oh yeah. sorry Ward Protect yes it's your guy sorry. Missed me. I missed yours alright what's that? okay so uh, You're being what is at. what is my condition? There is one flaming uh, goblin mm-hmm. that is climbing its way up onto your face and cool. is igniting your kind of shoulder. I still got a bunch of goblins on me. You pull the one out of its stomach. There is one that is trying to tear off your other arm, and then there is one chewing at your stump. Cool. Uh, I was already leaning towards this, so I reckon when Donovan crashes down and there's that explosion, uh, Ward just slightly leans back a little and he just hops and falls backwards into the river yep you are your flames are cut out he's trying to take as many goblins with him as possible that have now been crawling on him and just dump them into the river yeah there is a pause as you kind of like bob to the top and the goblins are like in the water and they're kind of looking around it's not that bad it's not that bad (laughs) I thought I'd be dead right now. I thought they, they would kill me. To me. Yeah. yeah, for years I've been told never yes, crossing yes, rivers. Yes, yes. Grandma said it was terrible. I quite like. I didn't know yes. I was this color. This kind of cool. Yeah. Look at this. Look at this. I've got a yes. birthmark right here. You look amazing. 
Oh, you I look, look amazing. The Orem Wonder on Megan was directed right towards me, and I'm like, I'm doing none of this. But I'm glad. That <laughs> I just feel like neither of us are really doing any of this, but we're just witnesses. We're witnesses there's, to there's this. There's one who's like, like flips their head back. <laughs> <laughs> the little mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> the one that was on fire flips their head back, and they, wow. Oh, look at Some me. It's like a Morial lad. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, do you remember that one time a few years ago where I was going to have a shower and then didn't? Yeah. I you should have. I should have. You should have. You should have. Hey, she. No, where's she? She got your shower, she. It's Hope's go. She's got to pick up one of them in the water. <laughs> I want the one that's like doing the head flip. Right I want to try and headshot it. No, no, no! It does the head flip, and then it goes <laughs> to do it again. And the second time is when the the yeah. bullet goes through its head, and so its head the, gets thrown back. Uh, that does hit. So it's like, ah, oh, it's so nice to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the same uh, slow mo. Like <laughs> at that point, Ward's just kind of floating there. You know, a quarter of the man he used to be is just like, <laughs> and that's what will happen to the rest of you. Get clean. I'll die, right. Feed <laughs> my power. <laughs> the rippling. Okay. Um, I feel like Hope's just like just... leaning against a tree. What? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now that Donovan has arrived, a lot of the um, the goblins are now scattering. Uh, Olivia, is your go. You are still kind of jousting with the, the red cap. Mm. Uh, what are you going to do? Well, I mean, she's going to try and attack the red cap. Okay. Um, do I just roll a d12? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it gonna hit? We'll see. Mm. Oh, it's a Ooh. 10! It that does was, hit. That was close to a 3. I know, I'm like... <laughs> okay, roll damage for me. Okay. Uh, hold on, this is the d10. But With there the is also line. ability that this guy has. Before he reaches half health, he has the chance to block attacks. So okay. I'm going to roll with disadvantage for him to, uh, to block. First is an 11. Second is an eight. What is your AC? My AC is seven. Okay, he blocks it. You uh, bring your knife, your sword around and swing to the side. He uh, pushes the his blade outside and deflects it. Heh, won't catch me like that. <laughs> All right, uh, I will let you uh, swing again. Okay, this time, because he's blocked with the one, I'm imagining that like her hand is currently occupied. She's going to reach around with her left and grab the yep. dagger. Um, so that's going to be a d12. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a seven. Seven is enough to, to hit, hit him. Okay. Hits, cool. H, uh, AC is seven. Okay, come on. Kill him. Eleven plus two, so it's 13 damage. Cool. You stab it into his side and you wrench it out and he takes a stump back and goes, hit. And he looks down and he like, cups his hand at the slice and blood pours out into his hand. And he brings it up. And he licks it off his hand, and he's going to enter a blood rage. Oh, Red Cap has seen blood, shit. and uh, he gives out a deafening howl and is going to launch uh, at you, and he's going to swing again. Genki! Seven? That's shitty. Seven is my AC. Seven hits, then. Okay. Six. Mm. Ten damage. Okay. He slices across one of your um, legs, but because he's in blood rage, is going to deal uh, an extra five damage to that. 
Okay, so it's- So he cuts across you and then he stabs his hands into the area that has, uh, was cut, digging his nails in and he pulls it out and licks the blood off his hands Ooh. and howls once again. Okay. Uh, all right. It is... Uh, the goblins are scattering now far and wide as Donovan is uh, marching through the, uh, the camp. Uh, it is Cavendish's go. Oh, boy. Uh... There so, is basically one or two left in the river that haven't been able to escape yet. All the other ones are running off, into, hiding into the forest, right. using the long grass to... Olivia's to just themselves. there in the water like, Ah, fudge! <laughs> um, okay, I'll just pick off whatever's uh, whatever I can. Uh, whatever's closest? Yeah. Because um, I'm sure he'll deal with the red cap. Mm. Probably doesn't need my help. <laughs> uh, okay, 11 plus... Yeah. I assume that hits. Yep. Um, and he's uh, there's Cavendish. Now that he's visible, he's going to yep. start spinning and, and walk up to the ones in the water, and then just um, it's like fishing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Because you're out of stealth, you will not get a second go. Yep. So you kill one of the the last ones remaining in the water. That's just seeing his friends uh, get his like head blown off, and yep. he's just like, yeah. Shame for that guy, but you know me, I'm gonna live. Nah. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's dead now. Aspirations. <laughs> okay, um, it is Ward's go. You were just slowly being swept away by the river. Uh, <laughs> at this point, because uh, that's all the goblins now. There's just... one left in the water, but he's trying to like get onto the other opposite side of the bank God. to come um, away. <laughs> uh, then at this point, uh, Hugin and Munin uh, will. Uh, swoop down mm-hmm. and kind of just grab the the stick that's left of Ward out of the water. Um, and start to slowly drag it back onto the drag bank. drag it like out of the water. I think it's gonna they're gonna try and fly towards where Hope is. Okay, that's gonna take a because of how like waterlocked you are. They basically got the stick up <clears> in the air. The rest of you is in the water, and it's just this slow while the fight's going on here. The slow of you go or they <laughs> dragged away. They drag a lot onto of the they drag onto <laughs> the bank and they try to like pick out the stick from the rest of it. Yeah. Um. So all that's going on. That's just I'm I'm now out of the fight. Yeah, you are out of the fight. Okay. Um. Vespa has like killed the last goblin that's on him, and he's watching Olivia fight the the red cap. It's like hands on shoulders. Like, I feel like it would be a bad sport move to get in the way of a duel. So I'm just gonna <clears throat> wait. <laughs> like, Does he sit. say that out loud? Yes, he, Olivia- says that, he says that out loud with like hands on hips. He like sheaths his sword and is just watching you fight the red cap. He's like, "Come on, Olivia, you got it." <laughs> I got you. I can help, but it's a red cap. Win! Ah! <laughs> okay, hope it's your go. Um, hearing this scream echo throughout the valley. All right, I guess that's my go. <laughs> she's gonna try and shoot it. Shoot the red cap, okay? Yeah, she's like, ah, shoot my mum. Nat twelve. Okay. Nice. What damage you roll? I don't know. You haven't. I'm. Was I, it I can... an eight or a six? I think. It'd yeah. Be a well, for, D8, it, for um. Gun? Well, for Derek's gun, it's a D8 plus a D6, but this isn't as powerful as Derek's gun. Well, no, so you were given a similar revolver. Oh, so, okay, cool, um, then. Yeah. No, she was given a Glock, wasn't she? You yeah, I was given Glock, a Glock. But then you also offered her the, um, oh, the, the, the other revolver oh, to be nice. a match. All right, well, I'll roll damage. Nice, five plus seven. 
12. 12, thank you. All right. I was saying um, 13 in my head, I'm like, wrong. You shoot him in the other side, and he, like, stumbles a little bit to the side. Just, missed me. <laughs> <laughs> then go and try and swing at um, Olivia again. Oh, I'm going to die. Four. That kind of feels like a waste You've, like, stumbled health. down, like, like, you're kind of bent over your leg, just, like, holding the blood back, and he swings over your head. Yeah, I missed it. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, Olivia, it's your go. Okay, let me just currently do some mental math. Uh, two plus two is four. 40 minus 26. I'm at less than half health currently. <laughs> and Vesper is standing there with his hands on his hips. Yep. Come 14, on, Olivia. Come on. health. Hey, your daughter helped. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's going to call out and be like, thank you, Hope. I'm not going to take your honor away by, like, stepping in. Uh, eight would hit. Uh, eight does hit, yes. Mm. And what a position are they currently in? So you've been pushed more into the water. He's still mm. standing on the shore. Okay. Hold on. It's an eight to hit, so she's obviously going to dramatically get up out of the water. <laughs> Hair swishes back. Hair swishes back. <laughs> Megan, if I may, I'm imagining it's red. like an uppercut, but like with the knife. Yes. Going like up into it. Yeah. All dramatic style as you're getting up so that like knees and hips are pushing. She's basically just getting up out of the water onto the shore and it's just a with side thought to stab him straight yeah. through with the yeah. dagger. Okay, how much damage do you want that? Oh, it's a 10 plus 2, so it's already a 12. Yeah, you stab him in the stomach. As a pause, as I, she doesn't even look at him. <laughs> you thought that would kill me, and it does. Falls <laughs> <laughs> to the side into the water. She flicks him off of her dagger, and she's like, "My honor doesn't mean as much as my life, Vesper." You're fine. You know, if I had to rate myself out of 40, I'd say I'm probably <laughs> less than half. I had to, I had to quantify my health. health. Yeah. yeah. Man, we got ripped off in season one. I know. Yeah, I know. <sighs> Alistair's only got 50, and he's like a killing machine, basically. <laughs> yep. Um, Vesper, like, holds up his hand. It's like, I'd step in if you were, like, dying or, you know... Things weren't good, but, like, I'm not going to, like... Olivia stands there with blood gushing from the cut in her leg and the cut in her arm is, like, slowly starting to lessen now. But, like, it's just blood and water yeah. covering her. And she's like, I honestly do not give a I, shit. I'm not having this conversation with you, Olivia. You're very emotional right now. I'm going over here. He I'm going to the scarecrow. And he disappears. She's like, point. I'm going over there. He's gone. She just rolls her eyes and she walks off towards the scarecrow as well. Okay, uh, that is the end of the battle. You have defeated the goblin horde. Um, Yay! The, the scarecrow slowly like stands himself up. He is he's, a mess. He's a uh, he's now man. Um, the entire lower half has been like cut off. <laughs> There's like no, the, the, there's no like shirt anymore. The the crow, I'm gonna keep doing it. The ravens, the ravens. Uh, one's a raven, one's a crow. No, they're both ravens. Uh huh. Sure. That's all you can say, so you there's think. a mythological you don't have reason eyes. How can it? you tell? <laughs> you can't see them. Um, he's now just uh, 
he's a like he's a cross section of like wood. So he's the the stick in the middle, and then he's got a stick that kind of is attached towards the top to make shoulders. So he's a stick figure, uh, quite literally with a no stick legs. figure, pretty much yeah. a stick figure. Eyes. Um, so he's pulled back up. Uh, I think he's still got the one arm hanging off. Um, because they got the one, but not the other. The entire bottom torso is just gone. Uh, and he's the crows have, like, stood him up again. So they have somewhere to sit on yep. his two shoulders. Um, okay. The hat's gone. And the head is now, like, a deflated, like, yeah. balloon. I uh, hope you are ma- you've made your way off the hill. And you're now yeah. kind of forging the river to join the others. And uh, you guys see uh, Donovan making his way up to you guys. Uh, the last of the goblins disappearing off into the brush. Good show, very good show. Now, who are all you? Uh, Pleased to meet you. I am the ward of the field. Very good. His he name throws is his hand out. I'm not touching that, it's wet. <laughs> too true, too true. Um, I'm Olivia. Uh, Kelly and this is Hope and um, she looks around and she's like Hickory? Hickory comes from the river dragging the the goblin with his chain and then flips it over and just pulls out his knife and just got and that's Hickory very good very good a um countryman very good Right. right. Um, we were we were sent here um, by Hugo Caster uh, to assist in whatever mission Aha. this was. Yes, I think someone mentioned that to me in a meeting, but I'll be honest, 90% of my life are meetings now, so I do not remember. Fair, very fair. Um, the meeting was to decide whether to give us a last chance. Ah! Of what? License. Yes, yeah, license, yes, I was license. there for that meeting. All right, so you're in need of papers. Basically. Well... Monster hunting isn't as simple an industry anymore, especially if you actually want to make a profit. Um, now, from what I've seen today, you're all in fine fighting form. I would dare say you would stand up to even some of our early, early, early interns. Stand up very well. Absolutely. Olivia just kind of hangs her head. She's like, oh, that's an insult. Yes. Um, but I will uh, draw your attention to the fact that they only received their licenses after four more years of training. So, um, I'll be frank. Love the rustic style. You do need a bit of a tone up in some areas. Here's the deal. Normally, I would uh, send you home with your tails between your legs because... Frankly, um, he's looking at the homunculus. Don't know what you did. Bonjour. He's looking at, he looks at Cavendish. Unhinged. Looks at Hope. Hi. I mean, you're shooting fish in a barrel and you only shot three. Uh, and he turns to Olivia. Bleeding as she is. I'm sure it was a rough fight. Um, but Tia is in a tricky position at the moment. She just glares at Vespa from a side eye. So, I'm not sure how much you know about Tyr, but I'm sure uh, Hugo caught you up on enough. Um, but Tyr is under new management, and Tyr's vision as a company is changing. We find ourselves in a situation where outside help is of use. At the moment, Tyr is about 100 men strong. 
We've recently experienced a bit of an exodus of old-timers, and with Sully going on leave right when he's needed most. Uh... Come look at this. He makes his way over to, the, to a corpse of a goblin and kicks it over so you can see it clearly. Agro Copolirum. Field goblin. Nasty little pests. But you know, you want to know something interesting about them? A hundred years ago, Tia was over a thousand men strong. And we drove these creatures to extinction. Not just to the brink. No, we eradicated them from these shores. We did it with all the great beasts of England. Back when we were servants to the royals and the government, we drove the werewolves from the northern forests right into the sea. We plundered the last drag dragon hordes made off of their gold and their heads. We eradicated supernatural life within these borders, and we held it. No monster preyed these lands. Then, the Thatcher administration came through and Tyr was privatized. We turned our focus to other countries, to assisting our cousins, to building up others. And now look at us. Drowning in pests we eradicated. And we shrunk to a shadow of our former selves. But he strides to his, so uh, to his horse and begins throwing himself up onto it and he smiles at you. Something is coming. Something terrible indeed. It may in fact be the end of all things. The rising of all tides. But, as the old poem goes, and the horse starts to clip-clop in a circle, pushing all of you into a circle as he starts to rotate around you. As the old poem goes, The wind is rising. We must try to live. And tears shall live. It shall grow and it shall do better. It shall be more. But for now, we do need the help of some friends. So... I shall speak with our sponsors. I will see if any will be willing to support your venture. For the moment, I put you in Sully's hands. You would stay with him. I'll have him write me reports on your ventures as part of his leave. But he is not to aid you on the battlefield. If he wants to be retired, then he will be retired. Yes. You may learn and improve on the field and make, and you may seek your fortunes. But. I'm not doing this out of charity. This is a deal. You've heard what you will get. Now here's what I want. Tyr will be 2,000 men strong in 10 years. You'll see to it. There will come a time when second hands are no longer necessary in this country and we will take back control of it. When that time comes, you will cease operating in this country entirely. That will be the end of it. Tyr is in need now, will not be in need for long. So, that's your option. Either seek work elsewhere, or live out your glory now. Good day to you. And the horse vanishes into the forest. Yes, please. Give her an update. Um, I'm guessing Sully's... Oh. Oh. Oh? Oh. Share with class? Heath. Oh. The wizard! 